Hello everyone, if you are listening right now at this very moment, then you are in the commuter spot and I'm your host, D Commuter. So today we are going to discuss types of trucking jobs. So if you're looking to get into the trucking industry or you're already in the trucking industry, uh, we can give you tips on other opportunities that might not require hauling freight. So um, if you are unfamiliar with drive away, that is one option of driving. You can do this with a CDL or without. Um, I prefer the CDL because you actually get paid more when you have a CDL license. But with this type of driving delivering service, you are not actually hauling freight. You're hauling units. So the units are the trucks or the vehicles themselves. So um, we're going to get into that this show. We also wanted to share with you, if you like to be a part of our community of commuters, please join us at www.patreon.com forward slash commuter spot. And there you'll find our upcoming shows and you can weigh in, tell us what you like about uh, what we're doing here on the commuter spot. And if you'd like to share any any of your experiences, please, we welcome you to do that. Also, this programming is brought to you by Golden Way Transport Services Incorporated, offering freight dispatching and consulting services. For more information, please go to www.goldenwaytransport.co. Now, for this segment, Drive away is what they call that. Um, drive away is a type of, I want to give the best description I can, which is of course not hauling freight, but you're you're driving a particular unit to its destination. So um, it's quite simple, but it can also be very complex. So stay tuned to hear more stories on the drive away. Take this brief break and I'll get right back to you in a few moments. Thank you.
get into what drive away means. Drive away typically doesn't require hauling freight. It simply is driving certain units, and the units are the vehicles themselves, whether they're trucks, they could be cars, uh, CDL trucks, Class A, Class B, they could be buses, they could be charter buses, school buses, a variety of different um, types of vehicles. They could be bucket trucks, they could be other utility vehicles, um, so there's, there's a, a wide variety of types of vehicles that can be delivered uh, as a drive-away service. And there are a lot of companies looking for subcontractors to deliver these units uh, to people's homes, companies, businesses uh, throughout the U.S. and Canada. So. I'm going to share this with you because this is another experience of mine. I, I too have been in the drive away industry and I found it to be, um, you don't, you need to have resources when you're driving, you're in the drive away industry because as a truck driver, you're accustomed to being in that one vehicle and that you have that vehicle to get to and from drive away. On the other hand, once you have delivered a unit, which is the vehicle, uh, to the shipper, then you're done. So now you're out of that vehicle and now you're required to get around from point A to B on your own. Now, some companies might provide certain transportation options, such as rental cars. They may even get you uh, flight tickets, but the majority of the companies, you are responsible for your transportation fees uh, yourself. So these are out-of-pocket costs. So the, the biggest thing when you are working for companies or subcontracting for companies as a drive-away driver, you want to have access to resources um, that will, um, you know, enable you to get places for for less so you don't want to spend all the money that you made just trying to uh, cover your travel expenses so for some people this is quite daunting because again if you're a truck driver you're accustomed to being in that truck so you're not having to find flights or catch a Greyhound or Amtrak or uh, rent cars frequently. You're, you're just basically tied to that vehicle, whether it's your own or owned by uh, someone else. So in drive away, it's a completely different thing. So if you if you're one that likes to just get off the unit and do some other traveling, um, which will allow you to see a lot more of what's out there in the world, um, but then that might not be suitable for um, your lifestyle. So, and maybe perhaps you're used to making a certain amount, so you could, you know, there could be some limitations there. But their drive-away drivers could definitely um, make good money as well. It's just all about 
the efforts you put into it and how efficient you operate uh, your business. So you can do it as a sole proprietor or you can do it as your business um, because it is subcontract work. So you have to be the one to manage your time and your money well, and you can make that work. So I know a lot of times people don't really know the opportunities that are out there. So I won't say any names of uh, companies, but there are many. So all you have to do is, you know, pop in that Google search, a DuckDuckGo, um, whichever platform you prefer to use. And you search driveway companies in your area. And even if they're outside of your area, they're always hiring. And then you can, you know, look into getting into that. But let me just explain to you my experience in drive away. Um, there were a lot of great moments and there's up and down in everything that we do because as in trucking, we have to have that patience because we're at shippers and receivers getting loaded and unloaded. And sometimes this can be an all day event. And a lot of times, and that's what kind of led me over to trying out drive away because of the just how much time consuming waiting on freight uh, can be. So, you know, I like to dip into things to get, get the experience. So I'm bringing to you uh, real life experiences. So drive away is great um, if you like to, like I said, get, get in and out. So you want to uh, deliver a unit. Let's say you're going to um, Ohio. And perhaps there's, perhaps you work, you can have as many of these contracts as you like. So if you like to, you know, subcontract for one particular company that will get you out of your area. And then you want a particular company that you can get work to get, you know, work your way back to your particular area, meaning wherever you live or wherever you want to go. Um, because a lot of times one company might not be able to get you that backhaul. So we're used to backhauls in, with the tra tractor trailer because, you know, we can easily put that load together because that truck and trailer is staying with you at all times. So it's easier to get a load coming back basically from anywhere um, with patience, of course, because a lot of times that could also take some time. But, you know, if, if the planning is there properly, again, if you need any dispatching and consulting, please don't hesitate to visit our website at www.goldenwaytransport.co. And I would gladly, we have a team of professionals that will gladly help dispatch you and your trucks and get you to and from where you need to go. But based off the experience in drive away, you definitely don't, you actually have to put together and decide what is close enough for you to, you know, the transportation method that you're gonna use to get you to that next unit. So if you're in, say, Columbus, Ohio, how far would it take you to get to, let's say, Springfield, Ohio, uh, to pick up a unit and take it back to wherever you're um, you're looking to go? So, if another company offers trips from units from Springfield to where you're going, or somewhere else near, near that Ohio area, Cincinnati, or you know. You want to get as close as possible, just as you would if you were, you know, getting freight um, 
in when you're hauling freight in a tractor trailer. So you, it's the same concept, but you you don't want to put yourself too far away from the next place. Just as if you were deadheading, you can kind of consider that as like a deadhead in drive away because now, but you're just not inside of a unit. So your deadhead time is spent either on a Greyhound or on a plane or in a rental car. So you can consider that as like deadhead time, this dead time between getting to that next pickup. So um, with drive away, you're, you're needing to, this is, these are out of pocket costs um, on yourself. So you have to decide what the easiest method would, would be or which route would you can take that will cost you less. And so the idea is spending less to make more, right? So the more expenses, then the less you make, okay? So you want to um, you want to definitely plan that out. So trip planning is very important in drive away just as it is if you are hauling freight in a tractor trailer. Trip planning is very, very important because once you plan that out, you know what the expenses are gonna run you. You get that estimate. So you know that if you're making $800 on that, uh, that run, um, that took maybe it was 800 miles or nearly 800 miles and you were making $800 where you're also responsible for the fuel. So you'd have to think, okay, are you driving something diesel or gasoline? Because there are well, lots of options. It could be natural gas, it could be propane, it could be um, diesel or just standard gasoline. So there are a lot of different uh, alternatives. So you have to weigh all these options out um, to see which one, you know, you would make the best, you know, or the most money. So for me, if I was to move any drive away units, I would prefer diesel, but now even some of the gasoline options uh, save you um, money and time as well. So that's what it's all about. So you want to, you know, get the most bang for your buck, right? So for me, if I was in a situation and I had an 800 mile trip that was paying eight, a little over $800, um, let's say $900, the trip was paying itself, uh, paying you, but again, you're responsible for the fuel. So they're including the surcharge for the fuel in that, uh, in that um, money that they're offering to move that particular unit. So this 800 mile trip that they're paying 900 or $1,000 for, you now have to think how much, if, you're, if you're, your vehicle is diesel, how much would that cost you out of that $900 to get to that destination mile? So let's just say, you know, it took you $250. So now you minus that, you know, from the money that they were paying you initially, and then you get that would be your pay. Okay. So you have to think, okay, well, that does that make sense? And sometimes it does, and sometimes it doesn't, because here's where it could even get worse is once you try to find yourself another load. And getting to that low costs you an Uber ride because after you drop the unit, now you've got a Uber or Lyft to pick up the next ride or go to the bus station or what have you. So let's say you're spending another $50 to do that. You're spending another 50 for a bus ticket 
or you're spending 150 for a flight. You know, just think about all the expenses. So now if you're doing that, now subtract that from what you made from that first trip because you haven't even begun the second trip yet. So the second trip, you know, could pay you the same or less. Now you just tell me in the amount of time that you had to get this done, was it really worth it? <laughs> so I know there's a lot to take in there, but it, it's it's fun discovering ways to always be, to always make money. So it's, it's fun just being able to utilize certain apps or you know resources that um, can save you money. So if you're, you know, adventurous like that and you don't mind doing something different and it could definitely make you good money, you just need to have great management skills. So uh, that is another option in this trucking industry. Now, there are some very complex situations dealing with drive away when it comes to, um, let's say, scheduling. And so, um, you know, as in trucking, you can either have a dispatcher that if you're working for a company that automatically dispatches you your loads or you have someone that you hired if you own your own truck um, that dispatches your loads for you. Um, but they would have to consult with you to be ensure that that's something that you want to do. That's the advantage of owning your own truck. So at, in drive away, the advantage with the dispatching, you it's not force dispatch. So you can pretty much choose whether or not you want to take a particular unit. You don't have to take that particular unit because you are subcontracting. And if you're off work and if you choose to be off work an amount of days, then you know you're not getting paid, but you have the flexibility of being off whenever you choose to be off. So that's, you know, that's a bonus. Um, again, pending you are good with time management and money management, then you can make your, your schedule work with, you know, um, and make money all at the same time. So in the scheduling for drive away, dispatchers can tend to leave out a lot of a lot of very important information and it's not always intentional, but they're expecting you as subcontractors to kind of fill in those gaps and know some of these things. So um, you could you could get in a lot of hiccups with drive away if you're not being um, you know aware of um, of what you, the information that will be very important to you um, that you would definitely need to deliver and you know make this a very uh, efficient um, transfer of of this unit. So you in order to do that. You need to have great communication with your dispatcher and sometimes <laughs> that's not always easy to do either so you want to have an idea when you're doing the drive away that you're not you're not putting yourself out there uh, getting in situations that you can't really get out of because there are some areas areas like we spoke of earlier um, in regards to trucking we spoke about that previous uh, show where you know you really have to um, be careful about uh, where you are because there may not be phone coverage 
Well, the same goes with drive away. You may, there may not be transportation in that area. We think of, you know, everything being so modern and everybody's update, you know, updated on technology and we offer all this, you know, Uber and Lyft everywhere, but there's still some areas that um, may not have that. And if they do, it's seldom. So, you know, you have to, you have to consider all these things and see what these costs uh, would be. So you don't want to get in places where it will cost you a fortune to get from point A uh, to point B. And sometimes the dispatchers can uh, leave out some certain information. The shipper might have requirements for you to call ahead 24 hours. Even if the paperwork says they're a 24 hour drop, you're thinking you can just drop it off at any time 24 seven. Well, if you read further, it's somewhere in small print, it might say, call them at least 24 hours ahead so they can tell you what to do when you're getting ready to drop for this 24 hour drop. So all you read was a 24 hour, they're open, you're good. And you, and you get there and now you're clueless. You didn't get a gate code or they didn't offer you the additional information because they were looking for you to phone them within 24 hours of dropping off. Now, and that is within working business hours. So let's just say you're doing this on the weekend. Now you've missed calling them ahead and you're there on the weekend, they're not open. You're not, you don't have all the information. The company that you're running under isn't working. So you're the only one working. <laughs> and now you're there stuck with this unit throughout the weekend, possibly till that next uh, weekday, which is Monday. And just because of the miscommunication between you and your dispatcher. So having a uh, communication with the dispatcher um, it's very important. So when I speak of these things, these are all experiences that I have encountered. And, and I tell you, it's not a great feeling. It's not a great feeling to get somewhere and, you know, not be able to drop a unit on a certain day that um, you anticipated because you also have other work set up and you have it set up in a way where it flows. Now the flow is out of whack. Nothing's flowing now. Everything is, um, you know, is not aligned. So, <laughs> and sometimes that could be mean cancellations on the other end. And, you know, it's it, it just, it's like a domino effect. So you definitely want to um, keep things in order. So please, you know, consider that. Um, when you're when you're taking on loads with dispatchers, uh, whether you're doing it with a tractor trailer, your own truck, um, you want to make sure that you're communicating with the dispatchers on a regular that you understand fully what the shippers are requesting of you prior to you making these pickups or drops. Um, either, you know, if you're doing it with drive away or if you're doing it um, with your truck. So be very be very um, aware and communicate. You know, communication is very important and that's why we're bringing to you this this broadcast. You know, we want it to be a fun place to just get informed, you know, enlightened and connected, connected with people in your industry, 
um, with like minds and who are doing the things that you're doing, experiencing your um, some of the things that you uh, may experience or you want to know uh, before you experience them. So this is the place to uh, this is the place to be, and we hope that you uh, continue to tune in with us for future shows and. Um, and just know that you're very important. You're my road heroes. And, and we are really looking forward to bringing you um, a lot of good information and experiences. So please share with us uh, anything you'd like to hear from us. If you'd like to um, weigh in on some of the topics, uh, share with us some of your experiences. Uh, don't forget to uh, reach out to us and join our community of commuters. We'd love to have you and be safe out there on the road. Until next time, 10-4.